Today's episode is sponsored by Podbean. Have you been listening to us and thought to yourself, if these two idiots can start a podcast, I'm sure I could. Well, Podbean has got you covered. Go to podbean.com forward slash catalyst and get your first month free. Choose the easiest, most affordable option to get started in podcasting. Choose Podbean. Hey, Catalyst crew. Welcome to Catalyst Corner, episode 36. It's Thursday, so we've got Jim F0123R on with us, and uh, yeah, let's get into it. How you doing, Jim? Yeah, I'm doing good. Made it here. Yeah, yeah, a little uh, snowy and a little icy, but... Uh, a bit of a blizzard. Yeah, yeah, it's all good. It's all <laughs> to good. Live, uh, to live up north, huh? Yeah, oh, love it. Yeah, yeah, it's cold. It's cold. Oh, I'm telling wet, you. wet, rainy. Yeah, it's gross. It's Everything gross out there. Awful. Terrible. So, um... I had to replace my sink. Oh, my, really? Not my sink, the uh, the faucet. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a project uh, dude, that plumbing, no one wants. Plumbing is just that's, the worst. Yeah, Shout out to sucks. the plumbers because, yeah. like, oh my oh, yeah. god. Whoa. Yeah. Who wants to do that job except yeah. them? So we got us. We got our spot. We got our first sponsor. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so no, that's pretty uh, exciting. Uh, Podbean. Uh, they. Uh, they. They're Come. listening. They yeah. think we have something important to say, and they'd be right. Coming through with the affiliate links. So, yeah. Uh, you know, if you guys do want to check it out, check it out. Absolutely. So, um. What have you been up to? Because we're getting into the year now. Yeah, yeah. No, we are getting into the uh, the new year. Right. Uh, the Christmas vacation is it's, over. It's over. So it's, uh, you know, trying to get back to making sure we're watching uh, or, or paying attention to what's going on with pop culture. And uh, finally got a chance after the, the Christmas movies and the seasonal movies are over, get back into more traditional movie watching. So... I watched a little movie called Pinocchio. The uh, not the not the the heartless, soulless piece of shit Disney Tom Hanks movie. Oh, okay. The, the, I was the, the, say. No, the the very high art Guillermo del Toro oh, version. I've stayed away from it. Yeah, I, I can't because it just makes me feel as you know. I would. This is going to be pretentious, but I would call myself a bit of an artist. Sure. And just looking at the craft yeah. that goes into making that just makes me feel like a child with crayons. Right. It, it, exactly. And that's the and that's the way you should feel by watching this I mean, because it, it's, it, just, it's stop motion is the most evil form of oh, all. it's so labor intensive. Yeah. It it it's really a delight on the eyes. I bet. For sure. Mm. Now it is a musical which I really? did not realize going into this. I had no, I had idea. no idea. Okay, so again How's the music? Yeah, Just you know, it's this mediocre. It, it's 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 more. It's not as childish as you would think. Although there's childish elements, the music is pretty intense hmm. for the most part. I'm going to say everything in this movie is pretty intense. Well, look at who directed it, right? And so you know, he's he's not known for his uh, lacks of days of no, gold style. And, and the thing is, you know. When you're watching this, I mean, there is depth of feel. Like, it mm. it really is a deep movie that, you know, again, if, if you're comparing it to the Disney movie, it's not even the same movie. So, let me, before you dive into your analysis here, let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. Is it for children? Like, could a child watch it? Uh, uh, yes, they could because it's, it's it silly be, enough. Yeah, um, 
and 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 visually a, such such a visual appeal right and there's some comedy mm-hmm. right so it does appeal to children and the heavier elements like it would go over their head right, right so right. you can ha- you can have a, a definite uh, for children uh, okay so it's not so heavy that you got to get the no, child out of the no. room type of thing but you know it but the thing is what it deals with is acceptance yeah grief mm. death life love right life it deals right. with life life all the all the aspects How does of it do life it? in a natural way yeah. yeah yeah i mean again there's some mystical parts like in no, pinocchio what I mean as you know is, is it's but not, it's not it feels p- like part of the plot oh yes right yes you know and um <clears throat> it, you know, Jiminy Cricket is is named Sebastian, right? Well, so Jiminy Cricket is a that's a Disney thing, right? Right. Yeah. So di- a little bit different name. So basically, is he still the s- conscience though? And yeah. Okay. Done by uh, voiced by Ewan McGregor. Oh, great! Right. So does a good uh, job. Here's the thing, and I don't, and and I didn't look into this, right? But. I didn't look into who played who. Yeah. But at the end when they rolled the credits, yeah. this is packed with A-list stars. Really? Yeah. I had no idea hmm. the the amount of stars. Like Ron Perlman's in it. Gotta love Tilda him. Swinton's in Gotta it. Gotta love her. Um, like I said, Ewan McGregor's in it. The, there is a lot more, and, and I'm, I know I'm missing some, but, no, but there was a lot some, of big names. Yeah, there's pool. a lot of talent lending their voice to this. Mm. But the, season talent. Yes. And and the thing is, like, you you watch this movie, and when it ends, it's like, you just w- went through a lot. It's, like a, you, it's a film. Yeah. It's a film, and you felt it, and you felt this film all the way through. And when it ended, you were, like, left there like a lump, like... I, I, I'm done. I'm, it was I, an emotional roller coaster. Yeah, uh, absolutely it was. See, but that's... That's kind of what I crave now. That's yeah. kind of why I'm so harsh on, because you know, to an extent, Marvel gave us that. I think, yeah. you know, in Phase Three. Yeah. But I think that's why I'm so harsh on them is because you know when I I don't and you you either we don't have a lot of time. No. So when I when I you know sell my time to sit down and and watch a movie, you better take me somewhere. Right. And 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 you know this movie definitely is worth the watch. Were you expecting watch. it? To be as deep as it was. No. No. So no. that so it hit you even harder. So I didn't know so it, it starts off where Geppetto his has a son named Carlo. Okay. And his son they, they're in the middle of war. They're in Italy mm-hmm. and they're in the middle of war. Sure. Right? And the son gets killed at the beginning oh, of wow. the movie. Sure. Uh, if I'm gonna spoil this for everybody, but so, like, all of a sudden, his ten-year-old so his ten-year-old kid is killed because of a bombs. bomb. Yeah. So we you actually have to face the horror of war, face the horror of loss, right? right? And it's not just kind of that aside that Disney does, where it's like, why is this fucking guy so obsessed with having a kid? Right. And it's like, no, right. he had one. Right. And so the grief is so unbearable that He's he gotta makes himself a kid, right, to fill a void. Right. He he turns to alcohol. Sure. Oh wow. Because he just can't handle the the, the right. loss, the, pain the, grief. And the grief, right? And the suffering is too much right. to bear. So, um, Sebastian, That's pretty dark. yeah. So Sebastian meets up with them. One of the 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 fairies grants 
life to Pinocchio to help the poor man with his suffering. Right. The plight is enough to have divine intervention. Right. Okay. Now, what they, and, and Sebastian's task is that he's going to get granted a wish of any of his choosing if he steers this boy to the right path. Because when Pinocchio becomes alive, he's he's a kid who doesn't know anything, right? So right, he's a blank slate. He's a blank slate. So he's all over the place. Right. And he's not... There's no moral compass. Right. And so because he's so... I, I want, you know, I want to touch everything. Right. I want to do everything. He just wants to do what feels good. Right. He's, he's the polar opposite of Geppetto's son, and Geppetto only wants him to be like his son. Right. And so the whole thing is, even though he became alive, he's rejecting him because he isn't what he wanted him to be. Right. He, he had a picture in his head, and it could never be his son because his son is gone. Right. So That's, that's pretty heavy, yeah. man. So, I mean, it is all dealing with... You know, yeah, you're you're a replacement for my son, but you're not my son. Therefore, I'm not going to accept you unless you are my son. And Pinocchio's thing is, yeah, I'm not your son. I'm me. Right. Except, how about accepting me right. for being for me. me? Sure. And again, I'm not going to. I'll I'll make it brief. I don't want to get into every single thing, so I'll leave some. But the thing the the thing about it is is that Pinocchio wasn't a real boy. He became alive, but he wasn't a real boy. So anytime he died, he would come back to life. Right. Because he wasn't real. Right. At the end, he made a sacrifice where I'll make, if, if I make you a real boy. So the, the, the sister of the real fairy. Boy, you will <clears throat> die. Right. Now you will die. Right. So if you want to save. No respawn. There's a reason to save his, his father. Right. But he had to make a choice, either either Keep give your up your right. So he makes the sacrifice, right? Saves the father, saves Sebastian, saves a a, a, a monkey friend that he gets when he joins the the carnival. Yep, yep. Right. He saves all of them, right. but he makes the right choice. He makes the sacrifice, right? Right. And then Sebastian hit gets his wish granted, which is bring him back to life right so now he comes back to life but he's not a real boy he's back to being immortal oh wow right so now the problem is is that he's going to now deal with the mortality of his friends right because now they're getting older oh it shows all this and they all end up dying one by one but he can't and he can't That's and so now he's right so he's now left on his own with every all his support system right. has now died right and he's got to carry on and it's hard like what do you do you can't make friends because the same thing happens right so now it's like he that's a curse. Yeah, but he gained he gained the love of his father before the father died. So he accepted him. You like you're right. You aren't Carlo. I love you for you. Right. And they lived the rest of their life together. Well, how happily. does where does he go? Does he just head off into the sunset? Heads off into the sunset. What a, that's that, that is a dark ending. Yeah. And 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 I'm like at the end of it, I'm like. It's not designed to make you feel wholly good. It's not you. If you left there feeling good, you didn't get the well, message. There's some good there. No, no, though. no. It, it, there's good, but what I mean is, you. If you left that happy, like 
No. With a big smile on your face. And and if you didn't leave there choking up and like, oh, wow, yeah. then you miss the mark on what that movie was intended to mean. That's challenging. Yeah. For a child, even. Right. You know? Did you ever see um, the movie Nine? No. So that was um, produced by Tim Burton. Okay. Okay. And basically the gist of it was it was post-apocalyptic, right? And you had these nine... Uh, like burlap sentient beings they were tiny right mm-hmm. and they had to go on this journey right and some of them got killed mm. in this in this movie right yeah and the movie ends and they're dead you know yeah and I and I saw this with my brother mm-hmm. when he was a kid yeah and it was like a, a moment for him because sure. he's like you know, up until that point, most of the stuff he had been exposed to has the happy ending. Right. And they won, but they don't come back. You know, the people that are lost are lost. Right. So I think that was like a very, you know, I think those are good. I think that's a good thing to show. Yeah. You know, is that there are, because it's closer to life, right? Yeah. I mean, the so the ending is this. The ending is... He's at the cemetery with the graves of all of them, of all of them yeah. and walks into the sunset. Yeah. Like that is a heavy emotional ending to sure. this movie. And, and yeah, but like, like that is brutal. Yeah. Like the fairy is not a hero in this. No, no, that's that's the whole thing. It wasn't meant to it. In the, it, it wasn't meant he's to be cursed. a fairy tale. No, he's cursed. Though. Yeah. It, in in right well, exactly. It, I think it's a, a true fairy tale, like how the Brothers Grimm was. Right, exactly. You know? It's not a Disney fairy tale. It, right. It's a, a true fairy tale where bad shit happens to these likable people. That's it, the thing, though, is that all of these fairy tales before Disney got its claws into them mm-hmm. had poignant life lessons. Right. When you tell people and children, I should say, for years that it all works out in the end. You're brainwashing them into to thinking like, well, it'll all be fine. Yeah. Instead of, you know, raising people that can deal with mm-hmm. the hardship when it comes. Yeah. And I mean, this is and this is, you know, something that kids have to deal with. Like, yeah, your your parents and your friends and your pets, they're going to die. Everybody and dies. You're going to have to and you may have to carry on without them and you have to figure out how to do that. You're never going to get over it and you're never going to stop feeling the pain right but you do have to continue on and cherish the memories that you had while those people were alive and and do the best you can for the amount of time you have left on this earth and that message was was crystal clear and 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 like i didn't beat it over your head no and that's the whole thing is you it was it was done in a way where you without beat it was done masterfully in in high artistic way and you should have taken it exactly as it was supposed to be laid before you right it's one of those films that that imprints on you right you know like you 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 may be 5 10 15 years down the line it po- it'll still pop into your head yeah exactly and and you know this is a movie that I, I highly recommend watching. What's the uh, runtime? Do. do you know? It's a little over two hours. Okay. So not, so, not 
avatar it's, yeah, level. It's, yeah, it's not. It's bearable. And like I said, when you're in it, you're in it. Yeah. So you it's don't really quick, pay attention. Yeah. 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 I mean, because it, it's well, going gonna, gonna right. to grab you and right. not let you the go. The story's there. The visuals are there. Right. Right. So... Just to bring up Avatar real quick, coming up on two billion. Yeah, it's gonna. It's it, all international money, but sure. What bothers me is, I'm a strong proponent of streaming. Mm-hmm. I'm not interested in going back to the sure. theater, nor is anybody else, <laughs> except Jim Cameron. Yeah, I'm calling him. I'm calling him it's Jimmy Jim. again. It's, it's all. It's it's all that now. No more James. No, I'm calling him Jim. Yeah, because. He's been a dick through this whole run. Yep. And and again, from what I've heard, it is a master class in technology. Sure. And amateur storytelling. Right. Which is fine. Whatever, dude. Yeah. Like you brought the but, tech. But it but it was but it did what it needed to do. It told a story that's relatable to everybody. It's it's a generic story, but it's a story that people want to hear right now. It's a it's a it's a family story. It's it's about a father protecting his kids and right. get, learning a better way. And that's a story that we need right now, as opposed to all this other woke bullshit that we're getting. Right, totally agree. It's just the way he kind of went about it. And yeah, everything. he's a and dick the way he acts. But there's no need to be that way. No. and I don't agree with him. I think his movie, I think Top Gun, I think those are outliers. Oh, I they really totally do. are. And he's like, no, we're all ready to go back. And it's like. I'm not. I'm good. They, the 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 movie audience is down fifty percent, right? And it's at the in in 2022 was historically bad for the box office. Nobody so, wants to do that shit anymore. No. And someone that likes film, like myself, you know, like I'm not going as a social event. I'm going to watch a fucking movie. I don't want to deal with the cell phones and all that bullshit. Here's here's the thing, right? And here's why it's not why it why that and Maverick is the outlier and not going to change it because that's two movies in an entire year right. that we can talk about. Right. If it was if it was two woke pieces of shit like Bros and everything else was Avatar and Maverick, then yes. The movie theaters would be back right. because people would go. Right. But you're not. Gi- but you're giving them one or two movies a year to go to, and then the rest of it is shit that no one wants to see. So I I read I read something interesting recently because I we've been lamenting this, mm-hmm. you know, because 2022 was not a great year for television or no movies. It's terrible. And I I've said to you I don't fucking understand why this keeps happening. Mm-hmm. And so I read an article that that said. Basically, the reason that this is happening is because everyone is craving so much content now. Sure. So what's happening is your writers that are seasoned and good are being pulled into so many different directions that they can't really bring the next generation in and, you know, kind of, uh, you know, teach them. Right. So these these amateur writers and directors and mm-hmm. producers are trying to cut their teeth yep. on franchises that we love right. and it a lot of it becomes dumpster fire. Right. And and the other part of that, right, we had the Golden Globes the other day. Yep. Historic all time low. Yeah. No one cares about award but, shows. No. But what 
people care less about is the people that are in those award shows. Hollywood has to understand that they have to get their heads out of their collective asses. No one cares about you people anymore. No, sniffing You're their own irrelevant. Parts. Right. You're irrelevant in the in the ratings for these shows show you how much people don't care about you people yeah, anymore. No one cares. They about care Golden about Globes. if you have a movie like Maverick or Avatar, they will go. They don't care about you. They don't give a shit about your message. They don't give a shit about what you care about. You people are irrelevant in Hollywood. Well, it's the movie itself that matters. So what's interesting, though, is there are still... No one is getting... No actor is getting me to go see a film, right? No one, No actor is getting anybody to go see but, a film. When an actor is in a film, usually I'd be like, oh, that's probably a good film then. Like sure. there are a couple that I'm like, you know, yeah. if, they, if they signed on to it, it's probably good. Adam Driver for me is one. I think he's great. He's a, he's a good actor, but I mean, he's not in a lot of good movies. No. Well, but I mean, everything I've seen him in, I've like, yeah. you know, aside, but like last is, Jedi, Star Wars aside. Yeah, but but, but did you he see is good. Ma like Marriage Story, he was great yeah. in that. But But that's him being good. Right. And not overall story no, but some, or movie you know, being good all the not, time. I'm not watching shit because he's in it. No, exactly. And now, no one is. What I did watch, uh, you know, I did watch a couple of things. Okay. So, all right. Let's hear it. I think if I had to classify HBO Max mm -hmm. with a mental illness, okay. it would be borderline personality disorder. Mm. Because you have great shit on there yes. and then you have fucking dumpster fire yeah, yeah. you know you have the house of the dragons yep. solid mm -hmm. right and i watched one and a half because i couldn't get through the second episode velma oh that is just a disaster now here's here's my here's the thing yeah. i'm a scooby-doo guy i love scoob i've watched from the 70s to the early 2000s i've seen on zombie island every i've seen every movie i love scooby-doo right so yeah. this to me is an absolute abomination so here's the thing it's a it's a it's a i have a few points sure right it's hot the the protagonist is hostile mm -hmm. and and i'm so tired of that shit like yeah that's the thing is that why are you so angry right like everyone else around them is is just trying to deal with their lives mm -hmm. and they're just fucking angry and mean to every I'm so yep. sick of that right. trope. Right. So that's part of it. Um it she kind of feels like Velma. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> kinda not. Yeah. The meta humor is too much. Like the whole fucking thing is just meta humor. Yeah. And it's just like oh okay. That's not for anybody. You know what it is? Is it it works like sugar. You sprinkle it in here and there, and yeah. it's like fun. Sure. Like a, like a <laughs> yeah. elbow nod, right. right? But when you do it for the whole episode, it makes me as an audience member feel like you think I'm a moron. Right. Because you're just overtly explaining everything. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, Norville. Mm-hmm. There's like hints of Shaggy there. Yeah, but they you know, like he's supposed, you know, they're spoilers. Uh, yeah. He like confesses his love to her, right? right? And she's she friend zones him hard, right? Yeah, and it's like that's not funny. That sucks for him, right? Like that's the thing is that the humor is mean. Yeah, you know, and yeah. so well, when you came out to promote this, and your thing was 
this is not for you. Go fuck yourself. This right. is for me. Right. This is a self-insert character right. writing it for me. Right. And if you don't like it, I don't give a fuck. Don't watch it. And it got so ratioed that HBO Max had to actually shut the comments off because the Just, hatred was flowing so hard. So for those of you who don't know, when something gets ratioed, basically on social media, usually YouTube, mm -hmm. uh, it's the ratio of thumbs up because you can't see thumbs down anymore. Yeah. And comments. Right. So if you have lots and lots and lots of thumbs up, you're doing fine. Mm -hmm. If you have not a lot of thumbs up, but lots and lots and lots of comments, that's bad. Yeah. So basically what happens is people write in and they're like, you know, this is shit. I dis because you can't thumbs down it anymore. Mm. So now you got to write a comment. Yeah. So it did. It did. It got ratioed so bad they had to turn comments yep. off. It's bad. Yeah. You know, the animation is fine. Yeah, it's all right. It's subpar, but it's yeah. fine. You know, they're trying to give her a backstory. Like, it's just, it's so hard to care about any of it. There's no right. Scooby-Doo, obviously. Right, which and, is the dumbest thing. Right, but. but it's just like, what it feels like is, why is this... Why are you even using the Scooby-Doo franchise? Right. Like, but you could have just what, made a fucking right. cartoon. But this is what is going on. We're using an IP that's familiar right. so that it tries to draw people in right. because of familiarity. But this is all just... And again, just like the things like She-Hulk and things like of, of this ilk, like Blood Origin, Witcher, and all that. This is... The writer writing for the writer and the people in the writing room. This is not the way people speak. This is not representative of anybody out in the real world. This is these Hollywood morons who are so out of touch with reality that they just make jokes and write for themselves. And then when real people actually see it and tell them how bad it sucks... They have no understanding of that, and they just say, well, again, you're, you're a misogynist, you're a racist, you're a supre white supremacist, wh homophobe, whatever it might be, because you don't you don't get it. It's like, no, 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 I, you don't get so what's that that's crazy, not real. What's crazy about Velma is she makes this quip, right, about how finally there's a, there's the same fucking thing they finally there's a strong female protagonist that isn't you know about to lose their kids and addicted to alcohol or anything mm. and it's just like what the fuck are you talking so yeah to segue also on hbo max mm -hmm. i watched a film okay called the menu oh okay i've heard of this i have not seen it as of yet it's getting rave reviews. Excellent. And it's phenomenal. Is it? Okay. So it is, it's so interesting because it's clear satire. Okay. Right? But it's also kind of a horror movie. Hmm. So I just, if you said to me like, oh yeah, it's a horror movie, but there's also satire, I'd be like, get the fuck out. Like, all right, so it's camp. But it's not camp because I had the same feelings of dread that oh. I had with The Witch. Oh, and you know, okay. I, I hold that movie in yep. high regard. Same girl. Yes. So she's one of my, <laughs> you know, she's a, if she's in something, generally it's been yeah. good. She's, yeah. She's one of those actresses that has been well, she's, uh, in a lot know, of good <clears throat> movies lately. She surrounds herself with a good team as yeah. well. So it's like generally you see that. So 
I, I'm not going to go too deep okay. into it. I would recommend you watch yeah, it. Yeah, I'm going to. So she's phenomenal in it. Yeah. And she's pretty much our protagonist, right? Okay. And I'm you root for her. Yeah. Ralph Fiennes. Yeah. Fucking what a delight. Oh. And in, in most things. In, in, mo- in most things. And uh what's that guy's name? Nicholas Hult? Yep. Yep. Play, so he he's his acting is great. Yeah. He's good. He's a good actor. John Leguizamo was in it too. Okay. And he was fine. Yeah, he's you know? he's all right. So so basically just to kind of get you know, talking about deeper meanings in, in movies and, and some depth, on the surface, right, you would say, oh, this movie is kind of just taking a jab at, like, foodies. All right. You know? Because basically the gist of it is you have this, you know, cele- you know, this master chef, mm-hmm. right? And he's just lost all the passion. That's kind of what sets off the events. Okay. And you kind of meet the people that he's feeding, yeah, and it's like you've got a kind of a, a an older actor that's on the tail end of his career that's trying to stay relevant, you know, billionaire, finance bros, mm-hmm. and then Nicholas Hult's character who is obs- like obsessed. He's a fanatic. Okay, right, but he doesn't. He's I don't know if he just is in love with the idea. Like, he's not trying to cook. He's just a fanatic about Mm. it, right? So, like, he can spit all the intellectual side of it. Sure. So, basically, you know, the the movie just kind of goes into how people like that with... with, if you take food out of the equation Mm -hmm. and say art, because, you know, he's a chef, right? His his food is his art. When you have when when we do this as a society, right, and and we we take art and we put it on this pedestal where it's unavailable to the populace mm-hmm. you know, a lot of times, yeah, something is lost there. Sure, for both from both the consumer and the creator, right? Right. So the whole message is basically if you follow that path, right, where it's just like okay. I have to keep giving and keep giving. You lose the soul. This mm. is what happened. And so I'm watching this, right? And all of the shit that we talk about, I'm like, holy fuck. Because this is what happened with Disney is it's you keep feeding the beast, so to speak. Mm-hmm. You have to get the content out. And I'm right. guilty of it, too. I was doing five <clears throat> sure. a day. Sure. When you do it as an obsession, it loses Emotion, it loses humanity, right? And it becomes cold. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, it becomes cold. It becomes soulless. It becomes heartless. It becomes the Disney. M- most of the Disney movies, especially the the live action uh, movies that they're putting out, though that's exactly what those movies are. Right. I've talked to partially proficient a bit about, and I know you have a strong opinion on this AI yeah. art. And even if it gets as good or better than artists, it is soulless. Oh, totally soulless. It is absolutely soulless. So so when I see that shit, because, you know, we're on TikTok and everything, mm-hmm. when I see, I just scroll because it's like there's no work that goes into that. Right, right. And, and, and what, what troubles me about it the most is you're not an artist. 
You're you're a button pusher. Right. You, you don't you know call how to yourself Google. an artist. Right. Your search your search engine skills are good. Yeah. Like you created nothing. Right. But the thing of it is, you know, and what was so poignant to me is that I I consider myself a creator. Right. Absolutely. You know, that's debatable. No. But I'm, hey. I I put stuff out anyway, and. You know, I'm watching this and I'm just like, oh, shit, I, let's take a breath a little mm -hmm. bit, you know, because I was so f laser focused in on putting out content yep. that you do lose. It, it becomes sure. this sort of, you know, well, I know this will work because, you know, from a com c corporate commercial kind of scale, right? Like they like this, they like that. And that's soulless. Right. Well, I mean, again, you know, we've talked about this in the past already, but like, you know, Marvel, Phase 4, you had almost as many pieces of content put out in Phase 4 alone than you did in the first three phases combined. Yeah. And most of it was content that was just put out with very little soul, very little heart, you know, just in the reason why people didn't care for these things is because it was clear that you didn't put your best effort into it. You cared more about content than the quality, and it showed. Now, you can argue that, you know, Ralph Fiennes' character, the chef, we'll call him, um, you know, is just as guilty as anyone else. Because sure. he's, you know a part of this system mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. but my argument is he maybe he didn't choose it right like people are just like oh that's the vocation you chose you just have to deal with it maybe he had to make food sure it was an obsession you know mm -hmm. and if that's the case he's part of the system but there is that sort of weird weird offshoot yeah you know but just and again there were there was so much humor it was such a black comedy almost mm. and i'm sitting there going like i was exhausted after it was over because yeah. i was like very tense and then there'd be like moments of brevity mm -hmm. right and ultimately the conclusion and i i was just kind of shocked through the whole thing and then i started to digest it and kind of pick it apart yeah and it just kind of it tied into, you know, the craft, obviously, mm -hmm. from more than just the movie or foodies experience. But, you know, as an artist, it tied into what Disney and these big corpos are doing, you know. And it's just like, I don't ever want my art to be, you know, Disney. Right. You know, because it's soulless now. It is. There was something there for a long time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was, I mean, that was the go-to family entertainment. And for how many years, like Pixar, did they put out these movies that just, and, and again, I don't even care about money, how much joy those movies brought to families. They were artistic. Right. Like and Up is, Up will get you in, yeah. the, in the, in you know, the heart strings. Right. And, and the movies were, again, they were certainly designed more towards children, but adults could take as much from them as well and and have the same they level were, of enjoyment they were accurate modern day fairy tales right because there was you know a bit of trauma yeah but again where pinocchio i think shines where disney kind of faltered is they always pulled shy you know they wanted to give the happy ending mm -hmm. and it's like well 
Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's, it's nice to see something that was closer to the actual books. Yeah. You know, but, you know, the thing is, uh, to your point, you know, Disney was making sure that they had quality and the things that they were putting well, out were passion. loved. Yeah, there was an absolute passion. And now they, they've bent the knee to the, it's to not the mob. Even, it's not even just bending the knee to the mob. I think I think a lot of it is the people running the show now don't have a creative bone in their body. Oh, no, they, they don't. They don't. And because of that, you own all the IPs, so we can't make anything. You know, like I can't make anything that's copyrighted or trademarked, mm -hmm. even though I'm impassioned and I love this stuff and I consider myself a creator. I'm not allowed to, you know, take my my art and and take these characters at all because right. then they're going to shut me down. Right. And it's like, OK, cool. You're great at business, but you're bankrupt in the creative department. And it's and it shows. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and it. Yeah, it, it does show. And this is and this again goes to my earlier point that Avatar, even though the story is basic, is a story that families can get behind and sure, that's why but, they are getting but behind Avatar it. Is when did the when did the first one come out? Thirteen years ago. Okay, so he's not churning content out though. No. Oh hell no. So that's the thing, is that YouTube and Netflix, you know YouTube is a phenomenal resource mm -hmm. you know and netflix in its heyday was great right but what's happening is now that everyone is bought into it the beast that craves content will never be satiated no and you can never rise to meet the demand no and if you try in an ever increasing you know the demand just increases and what you're left with is where we are right now Right. Is that there is just so much garbage. Right. And even franchises that are beloved. Right, but that's but that's the problem. It's in in this in this goes to the bigger issue of I want more, I want more, then they have to churn out more and more, but then it's like, well, I don't want that. I don't want that. And it's like, well, we can't have it every way. It's too it listen. Not not for nothing. Making shit is hard. Oh, definitely. It is. Like I and I'm not good, but even the sh even my mediocre shit, you know, my products are solid, but right. I'm just saying I always look at my art critically. Yeah, no, it is but it's a it's a task. It's it, it's, it's a hard. chore. It it's hard. Not, right. It's not easy to do quality work. No, and, and this this goes to my point of why I despise AI art and the people that call themselves artists is because look, I may not be the greatest artist in the world, but it's hard. There's a lot that goes into creating art. Right. And I'll be damned if I'm going to have somebody that pushed a button tell me that they're on the same caliber as what I've done from a creative standpoint or an artistic standpoint. Yeah, but what it what it ends up being though is like, you know, the shit that we have now, like you can make it look the same. Sure. But it doesn't like nobody likes Willow. Nobody. Right. And it but it looks great. Sure. They none 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 of the things that have come out that have flopped miserably Look bad. have looked bad. No. None of it. So that's what I'm saying is like, you know, all of these artists are like in an uproar and it's like, 
initially it may be a little bumpy. Mm-hmm. But much like 2022, you know, movies are art. Right. Right? And when you start churning out cookie-cutter shit, mm-hmm. you lose creativity or people that aren't creative and are not exercising that part of their brain, right? You can make, maybe you can make your drawing look like mine, right? Right. But at its core, it's hollow. Yes. And where I can pivot because I exercise that creativity, you can't. And you gotta, you right. have to be a slave to the technology. Right. And, and, and here's the thing, right? So. And you know, I'm digital. <clears throat> like, I draw on the right. tablet. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm not saying, like, no. oh, technology evil. No, no, no. But here's the here's like let me give you an example, right? Let's say comic books, yeah. right? Yeah. Comic books a lot of them are purchased based upon the artist. If you take away the artist and say that it's going to be AI, well, you're going to lose the people, they're not going to buy it because they want to buy art from the specific artists that they know, that they love, that they appreciate. And if you just find a computer to make books, people are going to say, yeah, I don't want that. What, what will happen is, what it, it's just going to happen in every medium, is that it, everything is going to become so overly saturated, right? Mm-hmm. That you're going to just have to pick out, like, like, again, for me, I basically have turned off like if Disney puts something out, I'm really not interested at this point. No, I, I they there's been too much, and I'm not into hate watching. You know, I, I yeah. I'll be true. I watched Velma because I wanted to give it a fair shake. Sure, you know, but I'm not going to keep watching it. Like I'm I'm not into hate watching. No. I stopped watching Willow. I I was hate watching it, and then I was like, you know what, this is only helping their case. I'm not into it. Yeah. And it is much better to be, you know, indifferent to it than, you know, hate watching. Yeah. So, but the menu, right? Mm Mm-hmm. I'm very into that. Sure. So it's like, again, there's just little blips. Yeah. Right? You'll get a blip here, a blip there. Yeah. I mean, there is still, there is still movies that are being made. Right. Like Pinocchio is using up-to-date technology. And and they're going to bring people to the theaters. I mean, that obviously was a Netflix, but movie, there are going to be movies that will bring people to the theaters. Right. Avatar. Anything Cameron does is, you know, going to bring people. It's it's not COVID. No. It's not the recession. It's the quality of product. And that is going to be the difference maker because... I guarantee you in 2023 with the slate of movies that are coming out, you're going to get you're going to get some billion dollar movies. There uh, will be movies yeah. that people sprinkled, will go though, see. But, yeah, but they're going to be few and far between. But you are going to have some because there are movies that are coming out that people want to watch. And then there are going to be a ton of flops that people don't want to watch because those are not the movies that you made to be entertaining for families, for adults, for whomever, that people are going to reject. And you're going to have the same result in 2023 that you did in 2022. It's almost guaranteed. Yeah, but, like, did you see the um, did you see the screenshots of, like, MODOK? Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. I mean, it looks terrible. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying is, like, it's just, it's just that, you know? Yeah. Like, you can get away with it for a while, and, and again... 
it's such a big ship, mm-hmm. right? That you it, it's never going to stop on a dime. No. Right? So even though, you know, phase three was kind of the end, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yep. It's still pushing forward because even if everyone hasn't caught up with it yet. Yeah. No, look at Disney's stock. Right. It's in the toilet. Oh, it's terrible. Terrible. Netflix is in the toilet. They're all, you know, all of these companies. But you 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 have the money to buy the rights to these incredible, you know, franchises that have great deep characters, great life lessons cuz again, everything we've learned is through story, mm-hmm. right? Right? Even if you want to go the religious religious route, that's still you going to a place and listening to someone tell you a story. Yeah. So our whole society is built on stories. Right. So to me, Indiana Jones and all those guys, my heroes, mm-hmm. right? That's that's how I'm learning right from wrong and everything. Sure. Absolutely. But when our protagonists are just coming out and being mean because they don't like the status quo or they don't like you know, whatever they don't like. I'm thinking to myself, like, the generation that's coming up, it's good to critically think and challenge, but don't be a fucking asshole. Like, we're all just trying to get along. Right. But, you know, but, you know, here's a, in Hollywood, in the biggest problem with them is they, they are, as I just mentioned a few minutes ago, are so out of touch with reality. Well, they live in a bubble. So, yeah, the uh, one of the guys from the uh, Eternals, yeah. N- Nimjani, I think his name is, um, came out and said, because I guess he's in a, a new move uh, show, Chippendales, I think was uh, something like that, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, right. And he, I think he's playing a bad guy, well, he's, he's potentially like the guy who started <coughs> Chippendales. I okay, think. so kind of a jerk. I think character. Yeah, I don't p- think the dude that started but, the male strip club is a great human right. being. But his his comment was Hollywood is not allowing. Although it's kind of odd him being in Marvel and and Kang being the new big bad of uh, Marvel for the next phase, but are not allowing people of color to be the bad guy. Now. Well, at least Kang, you know Kang. I guess is is a indirect yeah conflict of but, that. You know, and his point is, but Kill- Killmonger. We, but we, yeah. But I'm talking about going forward. Like oh, this is oh, oh yeah now part of the agenda. Right? And it's like, and he and his point is, but we want to play those characters. They're fun characters. They're Here's enjoyable is, characters. Is that when you start doing this sort of shit, right? You're pointing when you when you do this the woke agenda shit and all that. You're pointing out what makes us different, right? Instead of just being like, "Yo, you want to be the villain?" Like, I think you would nail this role, personality and acting style. You're the guy. Yeah. No, it's like no, no, no. But here, but again, you're you're saying white people are bad and people of color deserve to beat the bad white guy, and and you're gonna and so your it's audience. Not as, it's, it's not as like. Uh, you know, I don't think they're coming out and saying white people are bad. No, but if only, but if only white people can be the bad guy, right, then but you're, I think you're giving just, a message. I, see, I think you're. I struggle with that because I think it's just more that they're, you know, pushing this woke shit, and when it comes up, they're like, "Well, we can't. No, it has to be. We can't have them be bad." Right, but the prob, but the problem is, is if if every movie the bad guy is white. 
Well, right. You're ch- you're you're culturally starting to right. you know change the perception. And and what you're going to do is you're going to alienate the audience, and people are going to not go see your movies because they don't want to see that. See, but here's the thing: every I don't, movie, I don't care if the bad guy is white in every film. If it's the right person for see, the role, I do because I think that you're limiting. I think you're right, limiting right. that way. But that's what I'm saying to you is that if, if you if you screen tested everybody and it's a it's always a white guy because that's how it shook out. Fine. Yeah. But if, if you're, they were if the best saying, person for the job, right, sure. Right. But if you're saying that you're not even screen testing someone who's, you know, Pakistani like he is or, you know, Indian or black or or Asian. What the fuck are you doing? Right. And that's and that's what he's his point was. That right. That he's being told from Hollywood, oh no, no, we are not casting any people of color for villain roles. Right. It's the same thing. Like if you watch shit, right? Like some of the podcasts and stuff. Like Bobby mm-hmm. Lee. You know who Bobby Lee is. Um, you've he's, met. You've mentioned yeah, him he's an to Asian me. Yeah, com- comedian. He's a goofy guy. He said he did a uh, a call. You know, a casting call for uh, one of the movies or whatever. Oh, and, wait a minute. Is he the guy from Mad TV? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I know so exactly. He, yeah, he was. Tra- he went out for, um, I, I forget what it was. It was a huge movie, though. Yeah. And after he did his bit, right? Oh, it was King Kong. Oh, okay. So he okay. went out, he did his audition, like just to be, you know, a bit player in it yeah. or whatever. And they said to him, this is what he, these are, this is out of his mouth, so I don't know. Yeah, it wasn't, can you do it Asian? Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they're looking for that stereotype. This was back right. in the day. Sure. They're looking for that stereotype. And it's the same shit. It's the same tiger, different stripes. Mm-hmm. It really is. Yeah. And yeah. it's like fucking stupid. Right. You know, and, and the thing is, the the problem is that you're, what you're doing, essentially, is telling people of color, like the younger generation... You may miss your opportunity to make it big because the role that might have launched you, you're no longer even getting the opportunity to play. Right. And that's ridiculous. But the thing of it is, is like, and I think he, him coming out and saying that is, is brave and, you know, honest, is that you're just, you're just cutting this pool down to such a small group and right. it's the same it's the same thing that you were doing in the 80s just reversed mm-hmm. it's just like all right well they're all you know any one of any diversity hires are going to be heroes that's it and it's like what but that but you used to do the opposite of that in the 80s mm-hmm. so it's like you're just doing the same shit right why, why don't you just fucking screen test people right. and, and whoever's the best gets the fucking right. job? But this, is the, but this is my point with Hollywood. Why do you need to do that? Why do you need to gatekeep? Why do you need your woke agenda that doesn't work? Just whoever wants to apply for that role, you pick the best person. Who cares if a white guy on film kills a black guy? It's a movie. It's not real life. It's not representative unless you're telling, you know, a, a true to life story, which then it was representative. It right. that happened. But if it's just if it, they're acting, it is what it is, right. man. And and here's the thing, is that I think the Hollywood model is just a dying animal. Yeah. Honestly, because as technology gets better, smaller studios are gonna be able to produce, you know, 
quality content. Right. Yeah. And so, you know. Yeah. I, I mean, look, if a if a white if a if 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 in the next movie, the, the you know, John Wick kills a black guy who is. Well, John the, Wick's always fought whoever, though. Yeah. No, but I'm just saying if the if the if the black if the bad guy, the villain was was a black man and a white man killed him. When the movie ends, there is not going to be race wars out right, in the but streets. Here's the thing is that John Wick is going up against the council, right? Mm-hmm. Who's led by someone from the Middle East. Right. Nobody is screaming, oh, well, you know, John Wick is a racist. Yeah. And I mean, again, in the first, what was in the second movie? Second movie, right? The, the other. Assassin yeah, Halle, Halle Berry was well. No, he had the other assassin, right? The, that he fought. Oh, was that, that the was a friend one? of his. Was it the first one or the second it was one? Common, I'm, right? Played by yeah. Common. Yeah. Did no one said a word about right. that? Oh, he's killing a black right. man. Right, because no. it doesn't matter. It it's doesn't a, it's matter. It's a movie. Right. It was acted well, it's, and people. It, is, it was entertaining. It's, it's it's such it's a farcical movie, right? Because right. it's all it's kind of satire in its own way, just with the insane violence and yeah. everything. It's so much more true to life in the fact that nobody's sitting there going like, I love you for who you are. It's like, no, if we're enemies, we're enemies. Right. Like, you know, my color, my sex, my religion has yeah. nothing to do. Right. None of that. None right. of that matters. I'm pointing a gun at you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I want to kill you. You want to kill me. Right. It Which one of right. us is going to survive? And that's why John Wick works so well. Right. Because you don't have it. It doesn't have to be this exhausting fucking yeah, you know morality check, right? And that's and that's the thing, and that's why a movie like Maverick did so well because it wasn't telling you a message other than what what the message was intended to be. Hey, this is a a guy's kid. I'm going to look out for him, teach him, you know. But here's the flying you know, planes. Simple, right, simple easy, message. Easy. It's a popcorn flick. Right. Exactly. But here, here's the thing: is that you know, I just, I just talked about the menu right mm -hmm. the protagonist is a female yeah and i'm rooting for her right and, and she's a strong woman right and and no one has a problem with that you don't have to tell us you don't have to beat us over the head with it put the movie on if it's good great we'll enjoy it if it sucks we won't enjoy it but you don't have to give us a moral lesson and you don't have to browbeat that, us before the movie comes not, out so what i'm under this is my kind of viewpoint on it now like having just watched the menu mm -hmm. or whatever your villain was a white man yeah basically sure right and you know your hero was a basically a white woman yeah right which is fine whatever sure. but at no point right has is anybody going like you know oh you guys just don't like this because is it like people love that movie yeah it's getting high reviews yeah it seems to be the people that are so loud about this sort of shit are the ones that are putting out shitty stuff. Right. That's And that's, again, a point we've made numerous times. It's not the color of the skin or the sex. It's your movie suck. Right. It's they your storytelling ability. Right. Because when it boils, again, when it all boils down, it's all based on the story. Exactly. Exactly. If... You know. All right, all right. Let's put this one to bed. Yeah. Oh, we're, that's we're, fine. So, um, what's going on? Ah, uh, just uh, working on working on art, working on art, trying to 
you know, build don't, up. A, don't get too obsessive, right? Yeah, no, just trying to <laughs> trying to do what we can here in the new year to get out as to get out as much as we can without making it soulless or heartless. Yeah, that's the the core tenant of the menu. Exactly. I would say. All right, guys. So that's episode 36. Um, CatalystCrafting.com is the main website. Catalyst Creations NH is the Etsy store. I'm filling orders, man. Yeah, absolutely. It's good. Thank you guys for coming out and supporting us on that, you know. Um, But let me know what you guys think. Have you seen Pinocchio? Is it it deep? Did it speak to you? Um, Are you a fan of Velma? Have you watched the menu? Because if you haven't, you got to get on that. And, you know, how do you feel about art and the craft of making art? All right, guys. Catch you on the next one. <laughs>